0: Welcome to episode 284. Hello, my friend. Welcome to a fresh new episode of New Mindset Who Dis. And I've got a super short episode today, just something that I want to remind you of, remind myself of. So, I'll just hop right into it. Uh, and of course, thank you for listening. Thank you for supporting me. Thank you for sharing the podcast. Um, it's really super cool right now to see the podcast is top 20 on Apple Podcasts, but also top 20 on Spotify, um, which is really dope. And that is 100% because of you. So thank you so much for sharing and supporting me. It's unreal uh, and it means a lot, uh, probably more than you know. So thank you for that. But let me get into this. Um, The other day I got a DM from someone and she was telling me about how disappointed she was in herself for going back to her ex. And she was like really like beating herself up for it, like really digging a hole for herself. She kept saying how disappointed she was in herself for doing that and then for waiting so long. After to break up with her, with her ex again, you know, she was saying how disappointed she was in herself for, um, just in general, because like she knew she could do better. She knew she deserved better. Uh, she knew she was capable of doing more and making better decisions and all those things. And, I, I read that DM and she was going on and on about how disappointed she was in herself. And I was like, well, for one, uh, you're not alone. Uh, personally, if I had a nickel for every boneheaded, disappointing decision I made in my life, for every moment of weakness where I did the direct opposite of what I knew I should do, for every time my my homies gave me advice and then I proceeded to do the direct opposite of it, Uh, I'd be rich. (laughs) If I had a nickel for every time I disappointed myself, I'd be rich. Um, Because the reality is I disappoint myself all the time in the same way that you probably do. And in the same way, um, this woman probably feels that she's been doing a lot lately in her life. And so I was thinking a lot about this, about the fact that the reality of life is we disappoint ourselves a lot. Uh, it's part of, of being alive. It's part of making decisions. And this is going to sound very preachy or like I'm forcing a narrative here, but I genuinely believe that it's a good thing to feel the weight of being disappointed in yourself. It's a good thing to be like, shit, I just disappointed myself because I know I can do better. It's a good thing to feel that way. It's a good thing to be fired up by that realization to like be upset with yourself because you recognize that, yeah, you had a moment of weakness and you disappointed yourself upset with yourself because you, you know, you're capable of more, but there's really actually a lot of power in this in saying, I disappointed myself. And I say that because the moment you recognize that is the moment, you know, and you realize and you recognize that you could do better and hold your thought there because that sounds really lame, right? That's, you know. That's like saying, oh, if you lose the game, don't worry because you'll get another chance or one door closes and opens like that kind of cliche there. So the way that I look at disappointment and the reason that I'm like kind of on board with almost celebrating it is I've learned to make a contrast. I contrast being someone who is upset when I disappoint myself. I contrast that person with someone who doesn't feel any disappointment in themselves at all. So can you imagine a life where you do things, you do things that, you know, are beneath you, beneath your standards, beneath your boundaries, and you do those things, but you aren't disappointed in yourself for doing them, right? Like you date someone who is nowhere near your level, but you keep dating them because it's comfortable or you stay in a very toxic relationship because you don't want to be alone or start over. Or you you treat your body like an amusement park, just terrible diet, lots of drinking, no working out, no discipline, or you never stand up for yourself because it'll be awkward or it might upset someone, right? So instances where you know it's right to do one thing, but you don't do it for whatever reason. Can you imagine a life where you do those things, but you don't feel disappointed in yourself, where you're kind of just numb to knowing that you could do better? Well, hopefully you're like, no way, I I would feel something. I wouldn't accept that. But I've learned that a lot of people live that way. A lot of people are like, frankly, kind of blind to their potential, to their worth, to their standards. They accept less. They embrace less. They're afraid to do anything that might rock the boat. And because of that, they really don't genuinely feel disappointed in themselves like ever. They don't because they've kind of convinced themselves that, They just need to survive that they're okay with whatever that good enough is good enough that they should do whatever it takes, accept whatever it is to avoid being lonely or to avoid starting over or to avoid being left behind or whatever it is. And so they do things or they don't do things. They accept certain things that are definitely beneath them and they don't feel disappointed in themselves when they do. So think about a life like that. That's the contrast I make. Think about that life and I'm hoping you're like ew, that's terrible. That's low energy. Hell no, case, I would never do that. Well, good. But unfortunately, a lot of people actually do live that way. And of course, no offense to them at all, but they never step into their potential. They don't grow, they don't make the tough decisions all because they they really don't feel disappointed in themselves. They simply accept what is. It is what it is. They've like buried that emotion completely. And they replace being disappointed in themselves with like always rationalizing why it's okay, why good enough is okay, or whatever it is. But then I look at you, I look at me, and I'm hoping we fall into another category. It's the category of the woman, for instance, who was DMing me, the category that I'd I'd say I'm in, and that I hope you feel disappointed in yourself from time to time. It's a weird thing to say, but I genuinely believe it's a good thing considering the alternative. Because frankly, and and pardon my French here, feeling disappointed in yourself is a good thing because it means you give a fuck. (laughs) It means you give a fuck. It means you know that you can do better. And not in the way that those people I've been describing probably know, but are very quick to forget it. Like you know it and you live by it. Because the fact that you're not measuring up to your standard means you're disappointed in yourself and you recognize that and it bothers you and it eats at you, might even make you angry. But the fact that you're feeling, feeling something, it's a really, really good thing. (laughs) It's a good thing. So that's why I say, it's a weird thing to say, but I feel like it's a good thing to feel disappointed in yourself. Because if you didn't, again, back to the contrast, think about how your life might be seriously, think about it. You'd continue to accept less than what you deserve. You'd continue to date people who were nowhere near your level. You wouldn't learn from your past relationships or old jobs or old versions of yourself. You'd let people walk over you. You'd continue to live just like low energy, no goals, no real discipline, no real compassion for yourself. But I don't think that's you. (laughs) You're in the other group, the group that feels, the group that feels, and not just like feels, but feels and then gets fired up. You don't just get disappointed in yourself and you're like, well, big gulp, see you later. It's like, no, it like, it eats at you. It angers you. It frustrates you so much so that you might even DM a guy who hosts a podcast, right? And I think that's a good thing because it means you're less likely to do it again. It means you're using disappointment to further yourself to not do that thing again or experience that experience again that caused you to be disappointed in yourself in the first place. It means you care. It means you care enough to then embrace harder, more awkward, more compassionate decisions for yourself in the future. By partnering directly with top factories, Quince cuts out the cost of the middleman and passes the savings on to us. And that's why their items are priced 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they have all the must-haves like Mongolian cashmere neck sweaters from $50, 100% leather jackets, and a versatile flow knit activewear. quince.com slash new mindset. So I just wanted to take this episode to quickly remind us you and me of this fact is that if you feel disappointed in yourself for whatever reason it is literally anything I think it's a good realization right any reason maybe you didn't work out today um, because you were too tired and you're frustrated for not making that decision maybe you texted your ex because you felt especially lonely last night you're frustrated for having done that. Maybe you ghosted someone because it was the easy way out, but you knew it was wrong. And so you're disappointed and frustrated. Maybe you didn't stand up for yourself at work when you know you should have. So you're disappointed and frustrated. If you're feeling this way, if you're feeling this emotion, just feel it, but let it end there. Don't beat yourself up any further. Don't let your frustration or your disappointment become who you are. Instead, contrast that. Be grateful that you feel something because as as hard as it might be to imagine, I'm telling you that there are people, a lot of people, in fact, out there who are living and who are doing those same exact things, but they don't feel disappointed in themselves. They don't feel anything. They're just like, it is what it is. They accept what's given to them, whatever is comfortable. They give their energy to whoever wants it. They accept low energy in return. And that's just because they don't feel disappointed in themselves others. So they never learn. They never step up, step up. They never elevate themselves. But you feel something and that's something to be thankful for. So I say use it. Be fired up by it. Make a promise to yourself that you'll never do that thing again or accept that thing again. And I think that's a huge win. Just to recognize your disappointment. That you felt something. That you cared enough to let it bother you. And now you're going to do something about it. It's like on the podcast, I've talked a lot about how I create this idea of like points in life, like carnival points, like arcade points um, that you get enough of them and then you cash them in for something, right? It's like you you get enough tickets or points at like a a carnival or a fair or something like that and you cash them in for a a big stuffed bear, right? (laughs) I've talked about my example of awkward points in life that the more you're willing to be awkward... And do things that are uncomfortable, you get a point every time you do. And the more you get, the more you realize that it means nothing to be awkward. And no one cares. And you shouldn't care. And eventually, with enough points, you kind of, enough proof of that fact, you kind of, you cash them in for confidence. And that's where confidence comes from. Or like with rejection. For every no you hear, you get a rejection point. And with enough rejection points, you realize that hearing no is not the end of the world. And voila, eventually you kind of free yourself up to do more, to ask for more, to try more and so on and so forth. And I think it's the same way with disappointment. You can call them disappointment points if you want. It's that for every time you do something that is beneath you, that you know you shouldn't do, or you should do, but you end up doing the opposite, you get one (laughs) disappointment point. And I think this one's a little bit different. Obviously, you don't want these points, but they mean something when you take time to look at them and recognize that you have it. Because again, there are people who literally don't get disappointed in themselves. You might even know these kinds of people. Again, they're great people. I'm not, not, you know, shitting on them. These are people who they'll forgive someone else who treats them so wrong, but they'll forgive them anyway. They'll accept friends who never support them. They'll make excuses for never stepping up. They'll accept low energy because it's something to have. It's better than having nothing, right? These people have a, have a way of rationalizing, accepting less in life. They have a way of lowering their standards in life. But then I look at you. I look at me. You know, you feel from time to time disappointed in yourself, sometimes very disappointed in yourself, in yourself. And I think that's a good thing. Seriously, it's good because you're not one of those people because you realize there's a difference between what you want, what you deserve, and what you've actually accepted in life. And you realize that and you realize there's a difference and you're not going to rationalize it. You're going to stand your ground. You're going to establish your standard and you're going to accept it. And you're not going to accept anything less than it. But not everyone does that. So you here have this opportunity to do something with it, to look at that disappointment point that you've unfortunately earned and to become determined to not see it again, to remind yourself that you believe in bigger and better things for yourself, more compassionate things, more compassionate people, and you're not going to accept less from others or from yourself, right? So that's why being disappointed in yourself, I think is a good thing, because it means you're willing to make tough decisions the next time. You're willing to embrace change that, yeah, it might mean you have to start at zero, but you're willing to do it. And ultimately, I think, even though it might hurt to feel that emotion, it sucks to feel disappointed in yourself. You feel like you let yourself down, that you're leaving potential on the table. I feel like looking at that emotion, you'll never regret it looking back. But if you were to never feel disappointed in yourself, you're going to look back one day and you're going to regret a lot. You're going to regret that you knowingly dated the wrong people, that you didn't live by your standards, that you accepted less than you deserve at your job or whatever it is. That you didn't do the things or say the things you knew you should have done or said. So that's it. I think it's a good thing to feel disappointed because it means you feel something. It fires you up. It reminds you that you believe in something bigger and better for yourself. And now I hope after listening to this, maybe you get a little bit more perspective. You can remember that you can change that disappointment from something that kind of makes you sad to something that fires you up that you'll let it guide you, inspire you to do the things you know you're capable of doing because you recognize that you deserve better and you refuse to settle for less. You refuse to rationalize good enough. That means that you'll date more compassionately, that you'll get off the couch when you say you will, that you'll step up, that you'll ask for what you want, that you'll stand up for yourself, that you'll embrace the potential you've been given, that you'll create potential for yourself. No accepting less, no rationalizing less, and no giving in to what's easy or good enough. So that's it. I'll end it right there. Like I said, shorter episode. I hope this kind of fires you up in a way and makes you smile because feeling something, even if it is a feeling of disappointment, it's a really good thing. So if this was helpful, I'd love it if you share the podcast with a friend, just send them the link and tell them to check it out and hit subscribe if they're digging it. And thank you so much for visiting newmindsetwhodist.com, picking up a journal. I think journaling is a great way to remember your worth and take time to establish or reestablish your standards. So you can check that out, newmindsetwhodist.com. And that's it. Thank you so much for supporting me. Thank you for listening. And until next episode, I'm out.